BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is MRN Crew Call, brought to you by Hercules Tires. Manufacturers in NASCAR racing are such a critical part of the sport. Chevrolet, Ford, Toyota, it is win on Sunday and sell on Monday. Now, I know, I know there's a lot of people that say that's no longer the case. My argument with that is, why then are the manufacturers spending millions and millions of dollars in NASCAR stock car racing? I think there's a technical end of it, but I do think there is a win on Sunday, sell on Monday. After all, that's what Ford, Chevrolet, and Toyota are looking to do, ultimately, is sell cars. I'm Steve Post. This is MRN's Crew Call. And when you look at the Chevrolet camp, they are the most successful manufacturer as far as manufacturers' championships go. 39 manufacturers' championships over the course of history. And up until 2015, they had a 13-year run on the manufacturers' championships. But they haven't won one since 2015. So I think the Chevrolet camp, in fact, I know the Chevrolet camp is kind of working to rally the troops and pull everything together. And that's what we're going to talk about here today on Crew Call. And who better to talk? Chevy, one of the premier teams, is Richard Childress Racing, the competition director, the vice president of competition, that is, Andy Petrie. For decades, Dryden Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Dryden offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to Dryden.com. Dryden, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA, who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everywhere. Crew call rolling along and we welcome to the show the vice president of competition for Richard Childress Racing, Andy Petrie. Hello, Andy. Welcome into Crew Call. Hey, how's it going? Good to be with you. Yeah, it's good to have you with me. Andy, a lot of ground to cover, but man, you go back a long, long time with Richard Childress and Richard Childress Racing. When's the first time you and, I mean, I know you were crew chief back there at one time with Earnhardt, but how far back do you go with Richard? 
Well, it, it goes back to 93 is when I came, uh, it was actually in the, you know, the fall or the winter of, of 92 when I got here. Um, then, you know, so, so the first season was 93 and I was here through the 95 season uh, where we, you know, we had a lot of success there and, and I got another opportunity, uh, which is like a once in a lifetime for somebody like me to, to buy a team, you know, for my former employer, uh, Leo Jackson. So that's, that's the reason I didn't stay longer. Um, I've said, you know, I kind of go both ways on this, where I maybe had some regrets about um, not being able to stay with Earnhardt just a little bit longer because we had a really good thing going. And I really feel like we could have won another championship. Um, but that, the opportunity for me was there at that time, and I had to take it or it probably would never have, have happened. So I, I would say I don't regret it, but I do have, you know, second thoughts sometimes when you think about what could have been. Yeah, so Andy Petrie Racing was formed, but you were even still tied in. I remember you guys put together a program called RAD, which was Richard Childress, Andy Petrie Racing, and Dale Earnhardt Incorporated. So even though you were separate as a team owner, you were still in some way involved with Richard at that point, correct? Yes, uh, that was something, that was a brainchild of, of Richard Childress. He, he thought of this, you know, how we were spending so much money uh, separately to do aero development and how, you know, it just wasn't very efficient. And we all ran the same makes and we all, you know, so he, he had this idea that we could, you know, kind of pool our resources and do all this development together. And it really paid off for us. I mean, it was, it was a very successful program. And, and unfortunately, you know, I was able to uh, participate in it for a, a couple of years. And then, then I was, you know, sponsorship things happened for me and, you know, I had to kind of bow out of it. Um, and then it, it, the whole coalition kind of died after that, but, it was super successful when we did it. And, um, you know, I've always trusted Richard. He, he's such a good businessman and he's, he's always done me right, you know, from, from every dealing I've ever had with him. So, you know, I never hesitated to be in a, any kind of joint venture with him. You know, Andy, as I, and, and I think I saw something last fall, taking it to 2021, where we're at now, where we're, you guys at Richard Childress Racing and, and your counterparts down at Hendrick Motorsports are working together. Is, is that a similar type scenario to is, is that a modern version of what you guys were trying to do earlier yeah you don't miss much <laughs> yeah actually you know since I've, I've been back here this is my fourth season back with rcr um i've been kind of pushing for that because it was you know the same the same dynamics are in play there uh like we're all three key partners for for chevrolet and um and we were all spending you know the same amount of money to learn the exact same things and all that you know it just it seems it's so inefficient and so I've been pushing to, for us to work closer together. Um, you know, it kind of came when we were working on the new car and, and, uh, and we all obviously had, you know, stake in that. So that's why we, we put it together then. And it seems to have, have, have held on pretty well. And now, you know, Chevrolet stepping up to the plate, you know, with their, their, you know, their plans for, uh, you know, tech center and their technical group, you know, with really the engineering arm of General Motors is, is going to be kind of driving the ship here. Um, you know, in racing, which is kind of the way it should be, right? I mean, it's just still a marketing effort, but but what we do is an engineering exercise. And so they hired Eric Warren to head that up and be the, he is the basically the, um, you know, over the whole NASCAR program. And uh, and that kind of shows the shift away, you know, from, and not to say marketing is not important because it still is, but it's, it's more of a shift towards the engineering side of it. Is, is this something that we probably saw first? A Toyota came in with TRD. It was a unified effort and really still one team with Joe Gibbs Racing. 
Ford, we had separate, and then Doug Yates and Jack Roush got together on the engines. Is this kind of the way the sport's been evolving? Yeah, I mean, it is. If you look at it, it's all, for all the reasons I said earlier, it's just because yeah. of the efficiency, you know, of it. And, yes, Toyota's done this from the start. It's, it's been easier for them because they've, they've, they've only got Joe Gibbs, and, and then they've had a satellite team here and there to bring into the fold. But it's been easier for them to do it that way, and, uh, and it obviously been very successful for them. So I, I would say that, you know, we can learn a few things from them, and uh, hopefully we can do it well and, uh, and beat them. We do it better than they do. It's got to be interesting that get acquainted period with the guys at Hendrick. Um, what do you share? What do you not share? Because you're, you're competing with them. How, how does that work? And just in general, I don't need to know specifics, but in general, how does that work? Are you in here? You've been listening to my, some of my stuff? Because <laughs> that is, really is one of the, you know, the, the, it is one of the, the challenges of yeah. that, right? I mean, you, you've hit it right. The, you know, the crew chiefs and the, and all the people, I think even within a team, they're, they're competing still against each other. Yeah. And so it, it has been one of those things. It's, you know, it's going to take time to build trust in each other and and um, and, and and be kind of invested in, in everyone's success because it's, it's really a selfish sport. I mean, I've, I've done it my whole life. And, you know, you're all about – if you're a crew chief, you know, you want to be every single person in there, especially your teammate. It's not – I mean <laughs> – <laughs> if you don't, then, then, you know, you're the guy that's not getting it done with the same stuff. So it's, it's hard and it's going to be, it's always going to be a, a little bit of a challenge to do that. Um, I think we've got the right person in Eric Warren and his group that he's putting together to be able to harness all of that and to, uh, and bring us kind of together. Yeah. I, I think that is the challenge. And I know, and, and I spent, I actually worked and did some stuff with, uh, with, with Robert Yates back when Rob was driving the car and new Doug. And it was just, it, it's a challenge. It really is. And it's face it, Andy, the guys on the three team want to beat the eight team, the eight, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, and let's not even worry about the 24 and the 48 and all of those guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. You pretty well got that. It's crazy. So we so we have the, the 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 bow tie alliance, if you will, that you guys are working on, and as you work forward, then we have the affiliated teams as well. You guys affiliated Richard uh, Richard Petty Motorsports, uh, College Racing. They're both up on campus. Trackhouse has an alliance. Are there are there parameters that are involved there where it's we share this, we don't share that? How does that work? Yes, yes, there is. And that, you know, that, that is another big challenge for this as we go forward, because, you know, the way that technical alliances have, have worked in the past, you know, I think we're going to see that change, especially with the, uh, with the next gen car coming, yeah. it's going to be a different dynamic anyway. And um, don't know exactly how that'll work with track house in particular, you know, they are run out of, out of RCR. Every person that works on the car is an RCR employee. Uh, everything, you know, the cars in rotation or, you know, one might be a 99 this week. It might be a three next week. You know, it's, it's so that is really seamless in here as far as we're concerned. Um, now with, uh, with RPM, it's almost the same way. Uh, they're just, you know, next door to us. Um, and we do build all their cars and engines, obviously. Um, so, and so they have a technical alliance and they're, they're privy to everything we do setups and, you know, Sam, everything that we do. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work going forward. You know, I really don't. That's a good question, especially in the next gen world. Um, that might be a topic for a future discussion. But you know, as far as this year is concerned, you know, we we are supporting our alliances. You know, even if they're not in the building. And 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 then yet yeah, we, we you know we kind of layered this manufacturer to alliances, and then even with Richie Gilmore with ECR, there are teams that are engine 
partners, but not technical partners. It's, it's almost like you need a flow chart to keep this all organized <laughs> with you guys up there. Yeah, it is. I mean, the engine, you know, is, engine company is a separate, it's separate, it's, it, you know, so it's separate of RCR, although we consider that all part of the, of the mothership anyway. Um, and it does work better, you know, for the engine partners, if they do have a technical alliance, you know, with RCR because of the way everything packages, you know, engines and, you know, so yeah, there is, there's still, there's a lot of engine customers out there that, that ECR has that don't have a technical alliance with us. But, um, you know, I think that, that we work the closest with our technical alliance teams like, like RPM and obviously track. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Dot edu slash podcast. Yeah. Andy, we've been through uh, so much as a sport as we uh, as we enter the month of March. It's the uh, anniversary of when the COVID hit and our world's changed. Um, from a competition standpoint, the lack of practice and qualifying. Um, what what is what have you learned? What have been some of the bigger hurdles that you guys have cleared as as as, as we've gone through this over the past year? Yeah, I mean that you know, that was different. I mean, we, we didn't really know how to, before this, I think we, we always assumed we had to practice. We had to do, we had to call, you know, all these things. And then when we, we had to do it without it, we proved that it worked pretty good. Uh, I mean, we saw where most teams in the cut garage, especially handle that flawlessly, um, you know, get the travels right. I mean, everything, I think the racing has been as good or, I mean, already has been better by not having practice. It's certainly been better from an economic standpoint and, and really from, from the people in the shop and how you how much work that has to be done because when we were practicing qualifying, if we just qualify one one lap, if we run one lap, we've got to bring a backup car. That's 40 more race cars that have to be delivered to the racetrack. You know, if you think about that. When we don't have practice in qualifying, we just take one car and holler. There's not a backup car in there because it's not needed. Um, that really helps as far as resources and how we allocate them, especially now when we're having to be, you know, we keep our road crews and our, and our shop crews kind of separate and they work different hours, uh, which has been a challenge. And if we had to do backup cars every week, it'd almost be und undoable, um, you know, to be able to do it like that. So I think that that's, we learned some things that, that, that work pretty good. And I think you're gonna see a lot of this going forward. I just don't think that there's gonna be a need other than just from a you know content standpoint, that, that I'm sure that the you know all of the media partners would like to see more track you know on track activity. But as, uh, aside from that, I think we've proven we don't really need to to be practicing qualifying. 
looking in the crystal ball, will the next gen car will will obviously probably have an uptick in practice in qualifying with that? Do you think? Is that is is do you think? I don't I don't know. Uh, oh, I, we're definitely right. going to do some more test. You know, we're going to do some testing with the car this year. So there sure. will be. I mean, there will be some on track stuff leading up to it. Now, once we get into it, we'll have to. We'll just have to see. I mean, it, yeah. I, I think that we'll probably be able to do it without practicing qualifying at a lot of places. Um, new tracks for sure. You you know you'd almost need to get on a little bit ahead of time. But you know, like we're doing at Coda, we're doing it at Nashville. We haven't been there in uh, in, in Cup. Um, you know, Elkhart Lake. We've got we've got a handful of tracks that we're going to be going to that we've never been to that we're going to get on track before racing. Yeah, absolutely. Fascinating stuff. It really truly is. And it's going to be interesting to see how it how it all unfolds. You talked about the cost savings with the backup cars and the qualifying. Um, again, I don't I don't need to get into the business of dollars and cents, but uh, is there is there beneficial travel? I mean, obviously, it's not a travel savings. Are there other are there other efficiencies that this has created kind of by accident with the COVID? Yeah, I mean, uh, for sure, travel, even, you know, we don't have to get as many motel room nights. Uh, there's that. We still got to get there and back. That's the same. But there is a, there's definitely savings all across the board when you look at it. You know, roster-wise, we've been able to shrink our rosters down, not to take as many people to the track because we're only just going through tech and, we're you know, we're just, we got a pit crew and, a, and some guys behind the wall support and to get the car, like I said, through tech. So there's there's tons of efficiencies that have come out of it. You know, you look at, you know, how many sets of tires you go through in a weekend. You, there's usually three three sets of tires that you use up in practice. Yeah. We're not doing that. Uh, engines, so you're putting less laps on the engines. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of ways that it's helped. And if you go, if you look at it now, okay, let's go back and practice and qualify again. Okay, this is what it costs. <laughs> is it really worth it? I mean, that, that's when you got to do this, you know, yeah. cost analysis of how much it would cost to do that. And, and is there an upside to it? Yeah, fascinating stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, we mentioned a couple times along the way the next gen race car. I think NASCAR stated a week or two ago, or a couple weeks ago now, that they're kind of done with their element of it. What's the timeline? When 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 do you expect you're going to get your pause on some of these cars? Well, we've had our pause in them from the beginning. Well, you guys <laughs> we, have. That's true. Yeah, yeah, we, right. we've yeah. we've done almost all of the testing for NASCAR so far, and there is a few tire tests left. I think we've got three more. But the teams, when we finally get our team car, our, our Chevy, uh, to, to, to start competing with the car, that's, that's what's going to change, right? We've done all the testing, and yeah. but we haven't had to beat, hadn't had to compete anybody or compete against anybody. So that's when it really gets gets started, uh, when everybody has theirs and you're trying to be, you know, competitive with it. So that starts in, I think we're going to get on the track and get, or get cars in June and get on track in the fall um, with a few tests. So it'll, it'll hit us sooner than, than you think. Uh, yeah, Leo, the, the speed that our sport travels, yeah. that's for sure. It'll be here before you know it. Um, this car, in broad terms, there's always speculation. It's going it, to, what it's going to do to manpower, what it's going to do to technology, what it's going to do for manufacturers. Just in general terms, Andy, um, what, what has you so excited about this car and what it's going to bring to NASCAR racing in 2022? Well, the biggest thing is you're not going to, you know, you're not going to worry about whether you've got the best this or that yeah. part of the car. Everybody's car is the same. And now it's about how each individual team uh, takes what they've got, takes their driver, their crew, their setup, their, you know, their simulation. And, and that's where it's all going to be. It's going to be, it's not going to be in development of parts. 
You know, right now we're in the wind tunnel all the time, kind of make all this stuff better. We're always trying to make the best, you know, trailing arm or the best lower control arm or the, you know, there's always been some of that. Now they've frozen most of these parts going into 2021, but you know, when we go into 2022, everybody has the same thing. Every single part off of, off of one of the RCR cars will bolt right on one of the Penske cars. Um, so, you know, the only thing different is the, is the, the bodies that, that, you know, Ford, Chevy and Toyota will have. Everything else is identical. And so that, that's something I think that is interesting when you think about it, because you're not, you're not competing in that area. Now you're competing in another area, which is execution. And, and it's going to be, I think the, t the field's going to be a lot tighter. Um, you know, the, especially, I mean, the back half of the field has now got the exact same cars as the front half of the field. So let's see how, how that works. I, I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, does does old school crew chief Andy Petrie, who is looking for every little advantage like he did in 1991 with Harry Gant with that car, <laughs> does, does is, is there a little bit of you that's like, I, 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 personally, I kind of miss that aspect of it? Hey, they sucked the fun out of being a crew chief in this sport a long time ago. <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm uh, partially to blame because of all the ingenuity in the, in the back in the day. They kept having to write rules for everything, and uh, and rightfully so. But I think that there's always, always going to be a place that you can be better than the guys uh, that you're racing against, and you're always going to be looking for it. And, and I'm, you know, I might be old, but I'm re I've never really been old school. You know, I've always been, I always like looking to the next thing. And, and I'm really excited about, you know, what's coming in the future with this and how we're going to race with each other and, and kind of wondering what's, what's the next thing that's going to keep me awake at night, you know, trying to get an advantage. So you, you mentioned setups and uh, the um, simulation. Those are basically where you guys are going to then try to make the, 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 hen, or the, the, the Camaros from, Childress racing better than the Camaros at Hendrick and better than the Fords and the Toyotas. Are those are your areas then where you're going to focus in on? It is. It's going to be about setup and it's going to, there's, Hey, there's so many adjustments in this new car. It's going to be easy to get lost. <laughs> I mean, it, it really is. It's going to be, um, it, and so there's going to be a lot of adjustment in it and, and, and teams are going to choose some different, different kind of, um, approaches. And so it'll be, I'm sure as we, as we race and get more experience and the car gets more mature, or we get more mature with it, that it'll all kind of funnel into one spot. But leading up to that, I think you're going to see a lot of different approaches from different teams. And, it's, and that, to me, is the fun part. Yeah, yeah, it really truly is. That's that's always the excitement is where you where you find that advantage, where you as a crew chief find that advantage. Andy, I want to take a few minutes before we cut you loose here and just kind of go back in time. Last summer, uh, we had a, I had an off weekend and I went up to Hickory Motor Speedway. And they didn't allow fans in, and I drove in and sat over in turn number three and had a cooler of beer out there. And I just looked around that racetrack. I'm from the Northeast, so I don't have the rich history there. But, man, that is a special piece of real estate up there in, uh, in, in Hickory, isn't it? It sure is. I mean, you you found all, all the kind of ways to touch my heart here, and that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I went to my first race at Hickory Speedway when I was 12 years old. My uncle took me up there, me and my cousin. And I never forget it. I mean, we, we got out of the car um, in the parking lot and I heard, heard these engines and I was like, I, mean, I, I couldn't get there fast enough. You know, the ramp, there's a little ramp. You can kind of go up to go to the grandstand. I just ran to the top of it. Didn't pay anything. You know, my, my uncle's getting us in and I just ran up to the top of it and I looked down and I'm telling you, I've been hooked on this sport every, every second since then. Um, yeah. That, that place really means a lot to me. And, and, you know, one, you know, I always wanted to drive, right? That's the first thing you want to do when you get into the sport. And 
you know, I, in the beginning, I didn't get that opportunity, but then I did later. I uh, never did it full time, but I did get to race there, you know, a handful of times and, and got to win a few races. And actually one of my highlights of my racing career was winning my first Lake Miles race at, at that track. I beat Max Presswood, who's a legend up there. <laughs> and so, yeah, and then, you know, I've had an opportunity to go back and race a few times, uh, you know, over the years. And I, I'd love it. I, my, I grew up five miles away from there. My mama still lives, uh, you know, within earshot. Yeah, I, I just I, I couldn't and then and and I think of the names and the people and you know the Jarrett family obviously and you were involved with Dale back on the thirty two Bush car so just the, the track the history but the name Bobby Isaac you just can't think of the place without it I just I sat there that night and I looked around and I don't even know how much I paid attention to the race because I, I was just mesmerized by the moments that that place had been the birthplace of NASCAR is what it's, it's called almost, for sure. it's almost like if those walls could talk when you're when you're, yeah. when you're there you feel that I mean you really do it's because it's not much changed uh since that day I told you in 1970 or whatever it hasn't much changed since then um stands kind of look the same I, no. yeah, heck I think the asphalt might be the same because it's it's worn out pretty good but you mentioned Bobby Isaac um mm -hmm. you know I, I was one there was two two members of his crew the night that he died up there and I was one of them it was uh wow. it, it was me and Carlos Johnson um Carlos was kind of helping Bobby Bobby was didn't have a lot of help with his car and, and it was a it was a 200 lap race at, in the middle of summer it was, so it was really hot and yeah. the Carlos asked me if I'd stay and just help him if they had to change a tire weren't planning on a pit stop but I said yeah sure I'll do that so I stayed and and the race got going no radios um back then and and you know he's run pretty good and then all of a sudden it started falling off and look, just kind of didn't look right and thinking well maybe he's got a flat tire so he comes finally comes down pit road under green and uh then that's when he had to win that down just wanted to get out of the car yeah. <laughs> and so you know we got him out real quick and and the uh ambulance people were attending to him and then I looked over, I mean, he was running right up front. So I was like, you know, maybe we can get somebody in the car. So I'm, Clarence Ogle was standing over there having a hot dog by the concession stand. I went and got him and stuck him in the car. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. So he goes out there and finishes the race. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, my mom woke me up the next morning um, real early and uh, and told me that Bobby had died in the hospital that night. And I just, man, it was heartbreak. Gosh. Such yeah. a good guy, I, such a great racer. Yeah, absolutely. I've gotten to know his daughter a little bit and did a little project with a diecast. I met her. Just, yeah, yeah, I met her at the Hall of Fame the, not too long ago. Yeah, yeah pretty neat stuff. Pretty neat mm -hmm. stuff, that is for sure. Final question for you. Final aspect, and we'll keep it in the history department. 1991 September, Harry Gant, man, you guys turned the world upside down in September. Now, I saw a little video that you had some uh, special little... Uh, combinations on that race car that the creative crew chief was able to do but that had to be an amazing time to be a crew chief in nascar as, as you guys went around and won all those races yeah it was it was really special you know we we had designed and, and built our own front suspension uh leo jackson was way ahead of his time yeah. uh, back then he he was such an innovator and so you know we all kind of worked together on that and and, and so we had had that for a couple of years but we hadn't really perfected everything and um you know, it was just a development series that happened. We, we came up with the Cambridge which everybody now knows that we were the first to do that. But um, it wasn't like a light switch. It wasn't like, okay, we Cambridge Okay, boom, we will win races. It wasn't quite quite like that. Uh, we had we had been running that for a few races leading up to Darlington, which was the first, you know, the first race that we won in that series. Um, and then leading up to Darlington, the engine department had been working really hard on a new package. And... Uh -huh. 
That wasn't talked about a lot, but it they made about 20 more horsepower when we went to Darlington. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of brought the whole package together. Now we're handling on the straightaway and the corner. <laughs> so, and Harry Gant was, he was super special, man. He was in a zone during that time that I don't, I don't know if we'd have brought, you know, a late mile stock car, he couldn't have beat him. You know, he was just, he really was in a, just in a whole different zone. That's, that's but it amazing. Was special. It, it really was. Um, and we were, we ran that same car and engine. We rebuilt the engine all for five straight races. We ran it at, at, at the race we lost at, in Wilkesboro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and Wilkesboro was a, a, an O-ring and a brake package, right? That, that, it was, well, no, it was actually a people problem more than it was a okay. O-ring. Okay. It was, yeah. it, oh, we well. had kind of overlooked, uh, we didn't tighten one of the fittings good okay. enough. And so, I mean, we got to go on up to our mistakes too, right? We did a lot of great things for, <laughs> but we lost that one for Harry. And I, you know, I'm really, I really regret that, but it was just a, it was just one of those mental errors. Amazing stuff. It really is. Andy, I appreciate you taking some time and kind of breaking down 2021 with Chevrolet and with the new car and what's going on up at RCR. And I love the trap uh, down, uh, down, down the memory lane as well. Really, really neat. Appreciate the time. We wish you guys the best of success as the season unfolds. And thanks for joining us here on Crew Call. Always great, Postman. Thanks a lot. There we go. Andy Petrie here on Crew Call. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Always great to catch up with Andy Petrie. Hope you enjoyed that interview and that conversation uh, down memory lane and uh, with what we're doing in 2021. The NASCAR Cup Series, the NASCAR Xfinity Series, and the NASCAR Truck Series all busy this weekend out at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And when we look at the cup race, 267 laps out there on the 1.5 mile super speedway, 80 lap stage, 80 lap stage, and 107 lap stage. All those stage lengths are longer than the fuel window. So there's going to be pit stops and strategy played out throughout that race. When we look at the tires, this is considered by Goodyear a low wear track. So a little bit softer tire when we were there in the fall. And we'll see how that plays into that strategy as the stages and as that race unfolds. Motor Racing Network will be in Las Vegas for the Truck Series. It is the Silver State 200 coming up on Friday night, 8.30 Eastern time. Then our friends at the Performance Racing Network take over the Alsco 300 Saturday, March 6th, and for the Xfinity Series and the Pennzoil 400 for the Cup Series on Sunday, March 7th. Once again, we appreciate Andy Petrie joining us here, Vice President of Competition up at Childress Racing. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here this week on Crew Call.